88K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Quayle. The top story is the National People's Congress Standing Committee is to meet again next Sunday with approval of Hong Kong's national security law expected to be on the agenda. A former deputy director of the Basic Law Committee has praised the common law principles of Beijing's proposed legislation and people across Hong Kong rushed to register for their $10,000 cash handout. The Standing Committee of the National People's Congress will hold a second meeting next Sunday in Beijing. The body that's drafting the national security law for Hong Kong finished a three-day meeting yesterday without releasing full details of the law. More from Timmy Sung. The official Xinhua News Agency said the next meeting will last for three days and will end on June 30th in Beijing. It said the meeting schedule had been approved yesterday during a meeting led by the Standing Committee Chairman Liu Zhenshu. But there was no mention that the national security law would be discussed. Hong Kong's sole delegate to the committee, Tam Yu-chung, said the agenda had not yet been finalised. He said the chairman had the power to add any item to the agenda and to decide whether to put the bill to a vote during the upcoming meeting. A former deputy director of the Basic Law Committee, Elsie Leung, has praised the common law principles of Beijing's national security law for Hong Kong. Though she admitted to being disappointed, she still hadn't been able to see the bill's full details. The contents of the bill were only outlined in a report by the Xinhua News Agency yesterday following a meeting of the National People's Congress Standing Committee in Beijing. Nevertheless, Ms Leung made a strong defence of the legislation during a radio show this morning, and she brushed aside concerns about some of the details that were announced, such as Beijing retaining jurisdiction in some cases. I am also disappointed that we can't see the bill. But in this explanatory memorandum, it already clearly spelled out what the bill is going to be. And the important principles are all there, including the common law principles of the, the presumption of innocence, otherwise acquit, and so on. And uh, for example, you talk about the minority case, very few cases which, uh, for which the uh, central people's government may wish to assume jurisdiction. Now, that is specified, it would be in the particular circumstances. In other words, those will be spelled out in the bill. Democratic Party lawmaker James Toh says he suspects the Beijing-appointed National Security Advisor will have the final say in how the SAR handles crimes under the new legislation. The mainland concept of national security shall prevail over any other possibilities, including the basic law, including the international rights governance. So that means national security will be decided according to the mainland concept. And who is the best to decide according to them? must be the mainland appointed advisor to the committee. Second point is they have the long tradition of setting up a committee or person to decide all the important cases in the judiciary and in the procuratorial system. So national security must be one of those within that purview. The Centre for Health Protection says it's recorded three imported COVID-19 cases. The man and two women aged between 29 and 37 had been in Brazil, India and Indonesia during the incubation period. Hong Kong's tally of COVID-19 cases now stands at 1,131. The registration period for the government's $10,000 cash handout has begun with Hong Kong permanent residents being able to apply through internet banking or by handing in a form. Joanne Wong reports. 
Some 20 people were seen lining up outside a bank in Mong Kok, waiting to hand in their application forms. The first in the queue was an elderly woman who arrived more than two hours before the bank's scheduled opening time. She said she was excited about the handout and planned to spend the money on food. Others told RTHK that they would save up the cash. Those who have registered online are expected to receive the money from July 8th, and people who submitted paper forms will have to wait until at least July 20th. The handout was announced in February's budget to help offset the impact of the COVID-19 epidemic. Astronomy lovers gathered at vantage points across Hong Kong this afternoon to watch a partial solar eclipse. It started at 2.37pm with the moon covering nearly 90% of the sun at its height at around 4pm. Fans will have to wait 50 years for another solar eclipse of this magnitude. A government-enforced internet shutdown in Myanmar's northwest is entering the second year. On Friday, Human Rights Watch called for its immediate end, saying it was critical for civilians to access the information needed to stay safe during the coronavirus pandemic. The Burmese military is embroiled in a civil war in the region, fighting an insurgent group that wants greater autonomy for ethnic Rakhine Buddhists. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past 11. Police in the German city of Stuttgart say they are questioning more than 20 people arrested during a night of rioting in the city centre. The police said disturbances broke out when patrols began checks on drug dealers at an ornamental lake. This report from the BBC's Mike Sanders. Footage on social media showed chaotic scenes. Hooded youths dug up paving stones and wielded metal bars to smash up police cars. Shops were looted. A rioter was seen taking a flying kick at an officer trying to arrest someone. Police said more than a dozen of their officers were hurt and 200 more brought in to quell the disturbances. A spokesman said at one point the situation was totally out of control. Order was restored around three in the morning. British police say they are now treating a multiple stabbing in the city of Reading as a terrorist incident. Three people were killed and three others seriously injured when a man wielding a knife attacked people in a park. Police have arrested a 25-year-old man. Security sources say he's of Libyan origin. Assistant Commissioner Neil Basso of the Metropolitan Police said they believed he was operating alone. Officers have found nothing to suggest that there was anyone else involved in this attack. And presently, we are not looking for anyone else in relation to the incident. However, counter-terrorism detectives work closely with the security services and will work closely with Thames Valley major crime colleagues. And we continue to make inquiries to ensure that that is the case. Our priority will always be to ensure there is no outstanding threat for members of the public. Spain has reopened its borders to most European countries, with traffic again flowing along roads into France and international arrivals at the airports no longer required to quarantine. A state of emergency has now ended, allowing Spain's tourist industry to get back to work. The BBC's Guy Hedgeco reports. In a normal year, Spain would receive around 80 million foreign visitors. And although coronavirus has already had a severe impact on this year's tourism industry, the hope is that the rest of the season can now return to something like normal. Spain introduced one of the strictest lockdowns in Europe in mid-March as it sought to bring coronavirus under control. The government says that objective has now been achieved and today's lifting of the state of emergency formally marks the end of the national lockdown. However, social distancing is mandatory in public places where possible and where it's not, face masks have to be worn. 
The virus expert, Professor Peter Peart, has recommended that the British government should drop its current coronavirus guideline that people stay two metres apart. He told the BBC he would feel just as safe at one metre's distance as at two. The BBC's Naomi Grimley reports. Professor Peter Peart is a world-famous scientist, applauded for his work on Ebola and HIV-AIDS. He said that the government's plans to quarantine new arrivals from abroad should be dropped as soon as possible, because that policy would only have made sense at the start of the pandemic, when cases were low. He said the current two-metre rule gives people a false sense of security and that more mandatory mask wearing in public places beyond public transport could be more useful. Scientists working on a project to chart the entirety of the ocean floor within 10 years say they've mapped nearly a fifth of the total area. Researchers say the shape and depth of the seabed is less well known than the surfaces of Mars, Mercury or Venus. The project, known as Seabed 2030, aims to synthesise all available data in order to help towards a better understanding of marine life and the impact oceans have on the Earth's climate. Iraqis are mourning the death of one of their best-known sportsmen, the footballer Ahmed Radi, who has died from complications linked to COVID-19. Here's the BBC's Alan Johnston. Back in 1986 at the World Cup in Mexico, Ahmed Radi scored in a game against Belgium. It remains the only goal Iraq has ever scored at the finals, and in the eyes of the country's football fans, it helped make Radi a legend. Now they're mourning his loss following a battle with the coronavirus. The Iraqi health service is struggling to cope with a spike in the number of cases. 88 deaths were reported on Saturday, the highest figure since the start of the outbreak. Two sports and in tonight's early English Premier League match, Newcastle United have beaten high-flying Sheffield United by three goals to nil. And to end the news, our top story once again, the National People's Congress Standing Committee is to meet again next Sunday with approval of Hong Kong's national security law expected to be on the agenda. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Julian Quayle. We'll have more headlines at midnight. Ten minutes after eleven, hour two of Sunday late. Bruno Mars.
on me. Uh. I'm a dangerous man with some money in my pocket. Keep up. So many pretty girls around me and they're waking up the rocket. Keep, Keep up. up. Why you mad? Fix your face. Ain't my fault they all be jockin'. Keep up. Players only. Come on. Put your pinky rings up to the moon. Second hour of the programme with Bruno Mars, of course, and 24 carat magic. 14 minutes after 11. More from our featured album, Luxury Soul 2020. The Soul Lucians. And who's been kissing you? 